Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits. Horse racing. We talked about it briefly last night, of course, after that picture. And do you think horse racing is a cruel sport? Horse racing authorities are investigating footage of an Irish jockey. These stories every day now just keep getting worse and worse. An Irish jockey, Rob James, sitting on a dead horse just days after a separate image of the horse trainer, Gordon Elliott, emerged yesterday, which were all over the papers, of course. And the Irish horse racing regulatory body uh, has said it is carrying out inquiries into the new footage, which began circulating on social media overnight and shows a horse lying motionless on the ground, surrounded by four men. The amateur jockey James, a winner at the Cheltenham last year, has apologised for his stupidity and the embarrassment he caused. Now, I looked at the clip, by the way, during this particular clip. They're all laughing. Uh, There's four of them around the horse and the horse is dead on the ground. And one of them obviously says to him, you can't actually hear what's being said, but, you know, get on the horse there, whatever, you know. And he jumps up onto the horse. Well, he didn't jump onto it, so to speak. He kind of sits sideways onto it because the horse is lying on the ground dead or having a heart attack or whatever happened to the horse. And they're all breaking their shite laugh and think it's the funniest thing in the world. And, of course, we see the picture yesterday that was in the papers of Gordon Elliott sitting on the horse, giving a peace sign. Well, I think it kind of more or less was suggesting maybe he'd be with somebody in two minutes. But the insensitive, you know, he forgot himself. In other words, the horse is just a product. It's just some sort of consumable product. Anyway, this morning the IHRB said that it is aware of further social media content circulating and the matter is under investigation. Investigation is continuing into this incident, according to the organisation. It says the highly successful trainer has since apologised in the picture, saying he uh, was taking a phone call and just happened to sit on the horse. Now, I don't want to talk about the photo or the videos that are circulating per se, because they are under investigation. But I want to know how you feel about horse racing in general. Horse racing causes a massive debate uh, because of, I suppose, people are split how they feel about it. Some people believe it's cruel, it should never happen. Other people believe that the horse trainers themselves have a passion, and many of them do have a passion, and they look after the horses better than they would their own children. And as some of the comments online, one person says, disgusting sport. What sort of monsters are people who watch creatures die and risk their lives for the leisure and entertainment of others? Another said, it looks like a lot of horses are dying lately for our enjoyment of horse racing. I think we need to rethink this sport. It seems cruel to me. By the way, to mention the figures, in the UK alone, in the last 14 years, over 2,000, I think, 2,117 horses have died. It's a lot of horses, isn't it? In one country, in a reasonably short period of time, 14 years uh, at meetings over the last 14 years, over 2,000 horses. Not everyone agreed, of course. Horse racing fans were quick to defend their own sport. There is no cruelty. The horses are well looked after, says somebody, and treated like royalty. Stable staff and trainers love the horses. And when something tragic like this happens, they're all devastated. Tragedies happen all the time in the world. I've been to many race meets and I can assure you the horses are treated better uh, than some parents would treat their children. But it has created a a debate now. Do you believe we talked about greyhound racing not so long ago? But greyhounds don't have people sitting on their backs either, do they? I doubt somebody's going to sit on a dead greyhound. But do you believe at this stage we have evolved, we have changed, we have progressed as a society with our respect for animals, and we have, you know, we banned animals from circuses, we're looking at zoos and whether they're the right thing to do, and maybe there's a plan in 50 or 60 years to change that too. We've, we've changed the way we feel about animals. There's no doubt about that. So do you think it's time that we looked at horse racing? I'm not saying ban it tomorrow, because that's not possible. There's a lot of horses out there who are bred for that reason. But should it be phased out? Should they have more regulations around it? Let me know what you think. Should it be 
Do you think horse racing is cruel? That's the question, isn't it? Do you think it's cruel? The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Peter, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Peter? How's it going, Niall? You'll have to stick with me because my throat is a bit harsh today. All right. Well, I hope your throat's all right. <laughs> it's a bit harsh. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm too slow. I'm too slow. Too slow. Too nay, slow. nay, nay. Yeah. <laughs> Peter, um, do you think it's a cruel sport? No, I don't. I think there's a lot of people now that sit on computers and all these other things and put down other sports and jump on bandwagons. The pictures over the last two days that are getting investigated, I can understand uh, Gordon Elliott's one. I can't understand the one where the three boys are laughing. Um, the traditions of this country... Well, go, go back to the Gordon Elliott one. I mean, yeah. no matter what the circumstances surrounding that are, and the suggestion is, is that he was standing over the horse, legs spread over the dead horse when the phone rang, an impromptu, forgetting himself, sat down for a second. Somebody went to take a photograph and he said to the person, bewitch in two minutes. So that, that seems to be the suggestion. that happened. But the very fact that he sat on a dead horse, for a man who has a passion for the sport and a passion for the horses, he kind of forgot himself, didn't he? Yeah, but... Uh, now, I know he's, he's apologised. Exactly, right? This man is traumatised that a horse in his care has just dropped dead on the ground. He's probably ringing the owner or ringing a vet or ringing someone. Because when that horse dies, he has to get a vest cert, send it into the HRBI to let them know that a horse has died, and so on and so forth. The man's probably traumatised and not even thinking, and just sits down. Like, we've all made mistakes. It doesn't look good. But I've been in, in places where I've been traumatised and didn't know what I was thinking. Like, a couple of months ago, I, a woman smacked into me with my wife and my child in the car. And I was traumatised and I was like, I was nearly walking out and getting hit by a car on the road, if you know what I mean. I wasn't thinking straight. I was I was making sure my wife, my child was all right, so on and so forth. So in a way, I think that the man was traumatised. He, he wasn't in his right mind thinking. He was probably ringing the vet or ringing the owner who's paying big money to have his horse there every month in training. And just forgot it and just sat down like... It could, it, he could have been over on the side of the field and sat down on wet grass and we wouldn't be talking about this today. Yeah, but he didn't but sit, in wet, but is, he didn't sit yeah, in wet grass. He sat on the horse. The fact is, he sat on the horse. And the, the, the picture, the devil paints the, the, the painful picture. And okay, but that, like, that, okay, that's, that's, that, that's explaining that to some degree. And, yeah, and, and maybe yeah. it's impromptu. Maybe it is something, a moment where he forgot himself and, and certainly never believed for one minute uh, that it would end up on social media. But the video there that's going around of uh, Rob James... That you know, has no, no excuse but there, but yeah, but there's three, Yeah, but there's three people who work with horses in, in a professional situation and they're laughing. They think... This is hilarious. Come on, get on the dead horse for the crack and we'll take a video of you. Jockeys are different, Noel. It doesn't matter, but it it just goes to show you. I'm not saying that everybody in the industry feels like that. It shows you that they believe the horse is only some sort of consumer item that, you know, is used in their sport. They they don't, they, they clearly couldn't care less about the horse because if they did, they wouldn't have done that. I think a very small percentage is like that jockey there. A very small percentage. If you go to these stables or if you go to these race meetings 
and you see the men and women that lead the horses around and the care that's given and taken to them. If you visit a stable and like from five o'clock in the morning till eight o'clock at night, it's going on, emptying out stables, letting horses out into paddocks, feeding them, shoeing them. There's a, the, the money that goes into it, the care that goes into it cannot be torn down by them pictures. So you understand? I, I'm, lo- I'm looking here at the website which was set up many years ago, horsedebtwatch.com. And this yes. is just for the UK. 2,177 deaths in 5,104 days, which is nearly 14 years, by the way, 13 and a half years. That's a lot of horses. That, and people who have a, you know, who, a passion for animals or who love animals say, the problem with horse racing is, is that, yes, horses love to run. There's no doubt about that. They do love to run. Yeah. We see them in the wild running all the time. But yeah. we don't want them, people say, we don't want them to run when they don't want to run. And the problem yeah. is, horses are dying. They're breaking a leg, maybe have to be put to sleep, or they have a heart attack. Now, if it's a point, a case that a horse is having a heart attack, he's obviously been pushed too hard. There's no doubt about well, it. Well, yeah, well, there should be, when it comes to a big yard like that, there's, they have monitors and everything, so how that the horse died of a heart attack? If that was you human beings, Peter, with the greatest respect, and by the way, you know, I don't, I'm not a horse racing fan. I know little about the sport, right? Yeah. But, I, but I'm looking at it from the argument of the point of view of the people who believe it's cruelty to animals. If that was any other sport, say for humans, say it was, I don't know, 100 metre sprinting or whatever, and 2,177 people had died in 5,104 days, there would be an investigation into the sport and it would be shut down until you change that figure. So oh, why? Yeah, so well, why? Yeah. So then why is it acceptable? Because Just because it's a horse. It's only an animal, sure, for God's sake. Because if a horse... If a horse breaks its leg, it's irreparable. The horse will never be able but it's, to walk. Well, it's not irreparable. There is, no, now, no, no, okay, the, nowadays. It, they do it repair them. It has to part its own way and it has to be put down. Okay, but they do repair them nowadays. The, the horse will never run again. But they, they can repair them. There are vets out there now that we've come on leaps and bounds and that kind of thing. Now, the horse may be useful for breeding stock, but it won't run again. Yeah. It'll always have what they call a glass leg, as they call it, or something like that, isn't it? But stay there for a second, Peter, if you can. Pat, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Pat? Hello, Niall. How you doing? Uh, Pat, I mean, look, we've had two days of this now. We've had Gordon Elliott's picture yesterday. Now we have Rob James, the jockey, sitting on a dead horse, breaking his shite, laughing. I mean, it's caused a whole debate around the industry now as to, you know, I suppose the credibility of the industry is now in question. I mean, do you think it's a cruel sport? Of course it is. I'm a sportsman. I played all sorts of sports, from ice hockey to football. I never considered greyhound racing or horse racing, any sport with uh, anything activity with uh, animals involved in it. I never considered that a sport. Why not? Well, it's a sport. And my my definition of a sport is man against man, woman against woman, man against a woman. When you bring dog animals against into dog, it, horse against horse. No. Jeez, oh, horse. Well, if horses, if horses didn't get hurt, fine. But Niall read out the figures there. What is it? Four, uh, 2,000 horses were killed over 14 years. Yeah. We were in Galway here. I know this is not very unpopular to say it in Galway. That, by the way, that figure is just for the UK. Yeah. yeah. Well, there were 14 horses killed in one festival here, the Galway races, during a seven-day uh, period. 14 horses were killed over seven days over these jumps. It's crazy. And yeah, I mean, when, when was that, Pat? Sorry, I'm not familiar with it. A couple it. of years ago. Yeah. A couple of years I forget now. I mean, okay, okay. 
Was, it, was, that, the, was that when there was a famous picture of the tent put around the horse or something like that? Yeah, the they, well, they yeah. always put the screen around the horse. Yeah, before they shoot it, yeah. Yeah, and the people up in the stands now with their fake tans and their fancy hats. There's another side of racing. Now, to be honest, oh, so that's, that's what to be as well. People out enjoying themselves. Uh, yeah, right. okay, well. Well, I mean, enjoying themselves at the behest of the poor old horse. But, I mean, yeah, exactly. but, but there is an argument, of course, that horse racing in itself brings in, for Galway, for example, massive amount of tourism, massive amount of money. And the same in the UK and Cheltenham and places like that, the Grand National. Now, obviously not at the moment with COVID-19, but normally, under normal circumstances, it brings in billions in relation to, say, the gambling aspect of it. I mean, the, I'm sure the... the gambling, yeah. So it's a good... It's so, and hospitality as well and everything else. Okay, I, so every, yeah, everything that goes with that, there is a massive amount of money made from horse racing that would be sadly missed on a lot of people out of jobs, Pat. And that, isn't that the argument that it's an industry, it's a huge industry that employs a lot of people and makes a lot of money? It's a huge industry. But then again, bullfighting too is a major tourist attraction too if you want to ah, go there. Come on, bullfighting is no it's not the same as horse racing or greyhound racing. Bullfighting huh. is horrific. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, then, well, I, well, okay, well, Peter, where's your line? If you're saying bullfighting is horrific and nobody's going to disagree with you, by the way, it is horrific. Where's the line? I mean, is it okay then to run a horse, you know, even if you feel the horse might have a heart attack? Is it okay to run the horse? No, it's not. And, and that's why they're all checked and um, there's, like peace, people don't realise the amount of checks and the amount of, um, what would you say, protocol and procedure that greyhounds and horses have to go through before they step foot on a track. And in that horse, that horse might have been pushed too much. It might have been, a, we don't even know when that picture of Gordon Elliott was taken. It might have been a summer's day. That, that horse was under his care and he's responsible for that horse. And he should face whatever consequences he gets. See, you know, it's up, Peter. If you want to get involved in a sport and run around a track until you have a heart attack, that's perfectly fine. You're an adult, you're a human being, you can make that decision. That's your call, right? But the horse doesn't have a choice in it. Exactly, exactly. And isn't that the argument? The horse doesn't have a choice. And we've got to a point now in humanity where we're trying to, as much as, you know, some of us eat meat and some of us don't, etc., etc., but still to have some level of respect of, of for obvious cruelty to animals. And... A lot of people believe, Peter, this is cruelty to animals. There is a lot, everybody has a respect for animals. and not, every, said, not, not everybody, but go on, yeah. Well, you know yourself, I'm a greyhound owner, a trained greyhound, right? And the way the greyhound industry was painted recently, and now we're trying to get it back to where, and as you said in the beginning, no one sits on a greyhound and, and gets it to run. It runs of its own accord, and that goes to show that they were bred for it. Before a horse sets, sets, sets foot on a, a track, right, they go all the way back to picking a mother and father for the horse. The foal is born, the foal is reared, the foal is... There's thousands gone into these animals, veterinary care, feeding, looking after, all the way through until they get onto a race course. Thousands and thousands have gone into these horses. So for anybody to, to think of a horse as just a... A piece of meat, the way them lads did, is is disrespectful. It's cruel. It's shameful. I have a bit of more compassion for Gordon Elliott because he probably was traumatized and didn't oh, think at the point. He was smiling. You know I mean? He was smiling when the photograph was taken. 
That's it. See that? That's it. That's a, a lie of the highest order. He is not smiling. He doesn't look, with the greatest respect, Pat, he doesn't look like he's smiling. I, I, I think he's just. I don't know, Pat. Just to be fair, because I know it's under investigation. He looks distracted. Would be the the face. <laughs> I would say. Exactly. And Noel, everybody on Facebook and social media right now are saying, how could he smile sitting on a dead horse? Yeah, I'm looking, at the, the, I'm looking at the picture here now in front of me. He's not smiling. He looks distracted. It exactly. lo- to, me, to me, to me, in that photograph, I'm certainly not the investigating authority, but it looks like somebody went to take a photograph of him sitting on the... He got a call while standing over the horse. I think, believe this is the way the story goes. He sat down, forgot himself, sat down on the horse. Somebody said, Gordon, quick picture there. And he put his hand up to, as if to say, I'll be with you in two minutes. And that's what the two fingers are for. So I, I, I think that was an impromptu picture, to be honest with you, Pat. I don't think for a minute he's smiling. I think he's distracted. Uh, it, sounds like a, it sounds like an explanation a politician would come okay, up with. And that, look, How look, would you okay. stop? Just because it's not in line with what you think and what you uh, okay, but, okay, but leaving that aside, lads, the video that, that emerged last night of Rob James... Um, the winner, uh, Rob James, an amateur jockey, James, uh, he was a winner at Cheltenham last year. I mean, this is a guy who obviously wants to go into the professional field and him and three of his mates are breaking their shite laughing. I mean, they're, you know, Peter, you can't deny that. I mean, and these oh, are people who are supposed to care shocking. for horses. That one is shocking. As I said, Noel, jockeys do not have an emotional attachment to the horses. Well, they in should. Some cases. Well, they should. Yeah, no, I, I know they should. I thought they all had a passion for the sport. I thought they cared about the horses. Well, then they should have an emotional attachment, shouldn't they? <laughs> but there'll be, there'll be some jockeys that are just in it for the money and that are just in it to jump on the horse. Well, then, well, then you're defeating your own argument now. No, no. I'm, so I'm you're saying, saying the money some. is more important than the horse? The money, it's down to money. Of course no, it is. No, listen. Listen, to some it is. But if you look at the people that take out, look after these horses and if you look at jockeys that are science to certain yards, they will be more attached to the horses because they see them every day, they ride them every day, the people feed them every day. This jockey in particular is not associated with an actual yard. He's not part of a yard. He's like a freelance jockey. The way a freelance journal could write something totally out of blue. Somebody could say something about it. Still irrelevant. It. He's, he's, he's still irrelevant. He's still a winner at Cheltenham last year. He is an amateur jockey. The people involved, the people with him, I'm assuming are a horse people as well, who plan to be in the professional game at some point in the very near future. Clearly not now. Um, who plan it to be in the... It won't be now. You know. It won't be now. <laughs> you know. <laughs> sorry, yes. Yeah, sorry, Pat. I, I hear from the Greyhound people in the horse race. I mean, we love our horses. We love our dogs. Yet, they put them out in a place like the Grand National. It'd be like, oh, I love my horse, but yet I'm, I'm going to put him out in the Grand National where there's a good chance he's going to get killed. That's like putting your... You, you have a child now, don't you? Yeah. Children. Would you let him swim in a lake where, where there'd be a shark swimming around? No, of course not. No, yeah, exactly. If you love your horses and your dogs, you would not do something like that. Okay, but do me a favour, both of you. Stay there for a second. I've got to take a quick break. The number's 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Hi, Niall. I can't come on uh, with work at the minute, but I uh, just wanted to say it should all be banned. The greyhounds, the horses, everything. It's despicable. Yes, they might be treated like royalty, treated like a baby, groomed, and I do believe the groomers and the handlers of them do treat them fantastically, definitely. But the owners and the trainers and all... I was at a race meeting when I was about 17, I'd say it was my first one ever, I was only young, maybe younger, and uh, just at the finishing line, it was my first time ever going at the finishing line, a horse um, came, was after, was after um, 
breaking its leg just on a flat race, just went into a bit of a dip in the ground and the bone flew out of his leg on front of me. I saw this and he kept running to win the race with three legs working literally and the bit of skin hanging down and the pride he just stood up and looked at the crowd and they put the screen around him and killed him i never i will never get over that and i'm 44 now i will never ever get over it so i think it should all be absolutely banned it sounds like a horrific traumatic experience i have absolutely no interest in horse racing doesn't appeal to me whatsoever but i wouldn't be one coming out to ban it like most sports i wouldn't be coming out to ban it if people want to do it, so long as it's not overly cruel, and some people would say it is cruel, so be it. Apart from that, horse racing receives 70, 80 million euros a year from the Irish government. Let horse racing go ahead if it's viable. If it's not viable, then don't do it. If it means that the have to charge more people more money for people going into events to make it viable if it means that the bookies have to charge one percent so as they can pay their staff whatever it is but make it a viable sport that's fine if it's not viable and the government have to prop it up well why let it go ahead and it's not just the money, of course, the funding that goes into horse racing. It's also the fact as well that the breeding is tax-exempt as well. I don't know that many horses, or should I say their sperm, etc., is exported uh, around the world, including the horses themselves, because of our, Ireland, of course, are certainly the centre of that. We export horses to America, to Australia. Uh, we export horses, horses to Saudi Arabia, to all sorts of places, um, because we make quite a substantial amount of money out of it, because it is a huge industry. But maybe that's a good suggestion. Let it stand on its own two feet or four feet, as they say. Uh, some of your texts coming in, Nod. I think it's really unfair to target the whole industry based on two instances, which I completely disagree with, like everybody else, and condemn. But the industry is worth a lot of money, brings a lot of money into the state, uh, including taxes. Uh, I would agree with you. that The industry does. It brings tourism as well. It's a huge industry. Somebody says, Nod, you may never mention polo ponies. So I had a quick look at polo ponies there during the break. Now, this is according to PETA, by the way, which obviously they have their own agenda. But they said polo ponies. You're familiar with polo, where they have the big stick and they hit the ball around the, the, the thing. Prince Charles plays all the time. I don't think we do it very much over here. Um, anyway, they talk about the horses and polo ponies are whipped, used up and then euthanized or sent off to slaughter. Such as the pony that was used by Prince Harry uh, and this article is in 2012. He rode it in a charity polo event. It died either on the field or immediately after leaving the field it would be euthanized. Or sea water polo. Well, I don't think water polo is quite the same thing. I don't know I don't, I don't know anything about the breeds of horses where the po- uh, polo ponies are much different to the ones they use for racing. Anyway, I'm sure Connor might be able to explain that to me because <laughs> Connor has a few horses. Connor, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing? Hey, how are you doing? Uh, how are things? Good. By the way, just very quickly before we get into that, what's the difference in a polo pony and a, and a horse that I'd see running around a track? I have no idea. Not from that side of the coin. I can understand why polo would be more dangerous for the horse because they're turning and stopping quicker and there's more chance yeah, of breaking the, a leg. Probably more like event horses, probably like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you've yeah. A, how many horses have you got? Uh, between myself and my two brothers, probably have about nine nine race horses okay. at the moment. And, uh, and yeah. you're racing them on a regular rate? Well, at the moment, obviously, things are a bit more difficult, but you are racing them generally on a no, regular no, no. rate. Yeah, no, no, we had a winner in, the, in a place last weekend, uh, so it was a good weekend. <laughs> All right, and, and I'm sure, has the prize money dropped because there's nobody, yeah. no spectators? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it, I suppose for, for handicap racing, um, not so much, but for the group one, group two, um, especially in England, uh, we, we sent a horse, my brother's horse went over to Ascot 
about a year and a half ago and the first prize like to come first in the race was 350,000 sterling nice and that's dropped down to 210 there's still a lot of money but okay. it's 100,000 did you win by the way and you, you went to Ascot did you win we, we, we came fifth uh, so we got two, I think it was 25,000 for, for fifth Okay, but so, thirty five thousand. It would. I, I'm assuming. I don't know much about horses, but I assume it would cost you that to raise that horse and train that horse. Ah, uh, yeah. That's ah, what I'm look, I mean, it, that, that's what I'm saying. Look, this, this sport. It, it's not. A, without sounding, I don't know. Like a lot of people out there, just see horses running in, in race in, in races and think nothing really of it. It's, it's, it's as one of the guys said. It's what goes on in the background, the development of the horse. I mean, the average rate, the average training fee out there would be between twelve and fourteen hundred a month. And that's just to train the horse, to feed the horse to you know and better. And to keep it in a livery this is keeping it in a livery and everything else, yeah. Livery yeah, livery yeah. outside outside the outside the racing outside the training. But the important thing is there's vets include involved all the time. There's vets included um, every month you, you would get the bloods checked, you would get um, you know teeth and everything. They're, they're, they're treated very, very well. Obviously and also on course there's always a vet on course. So if there's a horse sweating up before a race or if it looks a little bit lame or if it's got a cough, uh, a vet will not let it run. Simply, and then you'll well, By the way, when, I, when I see the horse racing on television, now I'm going to be honest with you, Conor, I know nothing yeah. about horse racing, but when yeah. I see the end of the race and I see the horse coming into the, 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 is it the paddock, Bribing. yeah, whatever it yeah. is at the end, and yeah. they, they take that coat off the horse and yeah. the horse is like white with sweat. Quite, is, yeah. is, is that normal? That's normal, yeah, absolutely, because you, you you have to you have to understand that these horses are they're, they're, they're full of testosterone. They're full. They're 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 ready to go. It's it's in their breeding just to win. They want to win. They're like they're like a human, like a like a hundred meter sprinter. And when you, they might only run for nine seconds. Uh, yeah, but uh, here's the, the, yeah, but here's the difference. Yeah, but the sprinter, the, you know, whoever it is, Kip Kane or whoever it happens to be, that was a yeah. long time ago, by the way, in the Olympics. But <laughs> the, the, sp- <laughs> the sprinter has a choice. If he's not feeling up to it that day, he doesn't have to run. The horse doesn't have a choice. Um, and isn't that the argument? I mean, I mean the by the way, Connie, you've seen the two pictures, or the video and the, and the picture, yeah. have you? Yeah? Yes, I okay, have. Yeah. Okay, yeah. and what are you, are you embarrassed by them? Um, it's not ideal. <laughs> well, it certainly isn't <laughs> ideal. It's far like from that, ideal, yeah, yeah. It's, it's particularly, particularly ideal. the video. Yeah, I mean, look, it's just stupidity. I don't know what gets into these people, to be honest. That horse, that jockey was actually meant to be running today in Gowron, in the, in the bumper horse, in the bumper race, so... I'll be very interested to see if there's a jockey change happening today. Right, okay. um, but anyway, uh, that apart from that, uh, uh, Gordon Elliott, um, he should never have sat on the horse. Um, have a, just have a bit of respect um, for, for, for the dead, whether it's a human or whether it's a horse. You don't. I wouldn't sit on my grandmother if she died, put it like that, um, as a corpse. It's a ridiculous thing to do, even though he's saying he was distracted and this and that. I don't, I don't get it. Um, people are saying smiling or sniggering. I don't. I know. I don't think he was smiling. I think he was distracted. I, I don't think he was smiling, but I think there was an element of a bit of laddery about it, if you want to call it. Okay, it's all lads together. Take why take a picture? I, what what the hell were it, they thinking? It, and that, that's, that's a, uh, but particularly that's in this day, well. but particularly in this day and age, you know, with, with social media, why would you allow somebody to take a picture? Because I'm assuming that's a client's horse. I, I I don't believe. Maybe it's not his own. I don't know who what horse it is, right? Well, it could be, it could be his own. It could be, but it doesn't matter whose it is, and it doesn't matter how long it was taken. The fact of the matter is, he let your man take the picture. When your man, when he came off the phone, he should have give me your phone. Delete that picture. Don't be a fucking idiot. Watch your language, yeah, if you can. Sorry, sorry for my language. Okay, but but I I got to clear something up for me here, okay? So if a horse breaks his leg, 
In the old days, it was an immediate bullet and the horse Uh had to die. But nowadays, things have changed somewhat. They can fix a brake, but the horse obviously is no good for running anymore. So is is this, are they, if a horse breaks a leg, what percentage of horses that break a leg are put Mm. put to sleep? Probably 90%. Probably 90%. And the the chap is right. They don't have a quality of life. And it's simple as... When you say they don't have a quality of life, they're never going to run again. A horse's legs, you have to understand, a horse's legs are very, very brittle. It doesn't take a huge amount to break a horse's leg, and they're carrying tons of weight. They're carrying a huge amount of weight. So if a horse breaks his front or back leg, they cannot support it. doesn't matter if they're on three legs. It doesn't matter because that, 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 that back right leg or front left leg, they're going to be in serious but have, pain. But have we, did I not watch a documentary recently there where we've come on in leaps and bounds in veterinary work whereby they can fix them now, but the reason they don't is is because the trainers go, well, if you fix us the horse, it's going to cost me two grand to get the leg fixed. The horse is going to be in uh, alive with you or whatever do you call it. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's of no real value to me anymore. No, there's, look, come here. There's is is that why people. they put them asleep? No, not really. There's plenty of people, believe me, there's plenty of people out there that would gladly take a race horse and put him in field and become a family horse or a family. There's loads of people out there, and believe me, and there is. The fact of the matter is, a horse sleeps on its side, okay. When it when it crouches down, you will see that the front legs buckle and the back That's legs right, yeah, yeah. Will, will, will go down, and they will sleep on their side. A horse could not get up. He, he actually couldn't physically get up. With with, with 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 such a with such a week. well, I know. Um, yeah, I, if they do fix it, they have to harness the horse up for a, a number of ah, weeks. But, and, yeah. like, but though, it's not a life for a horse. Okay, it's, I don't know. No, no, I, I do understand where you're going. But but do me a favor. Stay there for a second, Connor, because I want to go to Grace as well. Because Grace, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Grace? Sorry, Grace, are you there? Yes. Hi. 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 hi sorry. Uh, hi, Grace. Um, um, you know, I'm taking the phone away from my ear. I'm so distracted and 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 uh, listening to the issue is. The cruelty to horse. It's nothing to do with the man himself. He's a stupid individual. It's the, 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 the system itself, how we're paying taxes into a cruel, and it's not a sport, into cruelty. We're paying seven, what did you say to us? 780 million? Yeah, I think that was the figure that was quoted earlier on by Pat, I think. I don't yeah. m- I'm not too sure. I get Ashton to actually check the figure on which we yeah. actually put into you know, fund it. I, I, this thing, we speak out, out, and clear, uh, out loud and clear. We had people demonstrating the city last week about uh, stupidity, in a way. And now we have a reason to demonstrate. Get sport, blood sports off our, our sports, that type of sports, off our, uh, out of our country altogether. I know it would cost money. So, so what? Can I just say one more thing? I know of greyhounds, and I meet them here because we've large gardens that have been um, homed by a retired greyhounds and people taking them in. I know of a man who takes a boat twice a week over from from La, or from Rosslare to uh, Scotland and England to house retired greyhounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a disgrace what's going on and the waste that's going on and the money that's that's been spent on this this not. Well, when you when you talk about the money that's been spent, Grace, the argument the trainers and the breeders and the people involved in the sport, um, like Connor who's on the other line there, who owns nine horses, is that it brings a massive amount of money into the country under normal circumstances, COVID aside, in tourism, hospitality, um, the betting shops make a fortune who in turn pay taxes, um, and it brings a lot of money into any country that has big meetings. Well, we're not taxing them enough. I, I appeal to the Revenue Commission to look into this. Well, they're, they're exempt for breeding, I know that. Connor, just clarify the, the exemptions on tax. 750,000 a few years ago, uh, a, a Arab 
client paid Ireland to 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 get the the Sire uh, Amir. That's disgraceful. Tax free. And that's tax free. Connor, that is still tax free, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, and prize money is tax free as well. Oh, the prize money is tax free too. Yeah. So yeah. if you had won an Ascot and got the two hundred and fifty grand or three hundred grand, that that's clear for tax. You don't have to pay a bean yeah. on it. Nope. So is there any any taxable income at all in horse racing? Just just the workers' tax, the workers' tax, the people who. Well, the, groom. Yeah, okay, so the groomers, the trainers. The groomers, yeah, trainers well, that, that's fair yeah. enough. That's okay, a that's of okay. work for oh, them. Okay. That's fair enough. But the point is, at the end of the day, it's not a sport. It is not a sport, hounding an animal to its death, whether it's a hare or whether it's a dog or whether it's whatever else. It's not a sport. It's cruelty dressed up as a sport. And we allow it to go on. And I think now the people, the Revenue Commissioner should be getting busy at that instead of stinging other people all over the place. Well, do, yeah. do, do me a favour, Grace. Grace, can you stay there and Connor stay there as well? I have to take a quick break, but I want Connor to respond to what you just said because I heard him kind of sniggering a little bit there while you were talking. So I do want him to respond to you. Please stay with me, Grace and Connor. Keep texting the numbers 087-188-0008. just a point of clarification in relation to the funding, of course, uh, Minister uh, Pascal Donoghue allocated 80 million uh, to the Horse and Greyhound Fund for 2020. By the way, just uh, 67.2 million of that was for the horses. So somebody who said 70 million earlier on, you were more almost correct. You were just 2.8 short. All right. Now, let me just get back to uh, Grace and Connor. I'm going to come to Eleanor as well in a second. But uh, Connor, you've listened to what Grace had to say there, you know. And a lot of people have said, look, you know, if you're that great, let's stand on its own two feet or four feet, as they say, because why should we be funding what some people and many people believe is a cruel sport, Connor? Okay, well, look, if you, if you look back at horse racing, horse racing has gone on for hundreds and hundreds of years, okay? Okay. There's a certain, there's a certain snobbery in horse racing. Yeah, okay? so, is feeding, when, so is feeding Christians to the lions, but we don't do that anymore <laughs> either. Do, do, do you understand? That, that's not even an argument. No, it's no, gone no, back no, hundreds of years. Absolutely not. Using animals well, in circuses went back hundreds of years. We stopped yeah, that too. You know what I mean? Exactly, well, exactly. No, hang on, Grace. Hang on, Grace. Just let, let no, him... Okay. Just, there's, just, a certain, there's a certain snobbery within the horse world, and if you look at it, okay, horse racing is, um, these horses are bred to race. Okay, simple as that. It's, it's in their breeding. They're, they're trained to run, and 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 that's it. And every single horse owner or trainer out there will want the best for its horse to come home safe and sound every every single race. Okay. Now, people will will look at certain types of horse racing because it comes from a point to point. I don't know if you heard of point to point racing. Point to point racing happens to build the horses um, to get them kind of uh, to the track to to, to 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 maybe give them a rating. And it's run in fields in the country. It's very amateurish. It's 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 not professional, so it's 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 a it's an amateur side to the race. And people will see that the travelling community are involved in that, and uh, and, and, and other other um, um, people from certain communities are, are involved in that sort of thing. So, but then if you go to uh, to the RDS and you see all the glamour people going to watch show jumping and it's a, it's champagne and it's a great great day out. Um, that's where the snobbery. So. Are, are people trying to tell me that uh, show jumping is not a is not a uh, sport either? Are, are, I used well, I used to watch that as a kid with my mother and father when Eddie Mackin, of course, would have been the hero of Ireland. And you know, to watch these horses jumping over a fence that would be taller than me—I mean, no horse or no animal is designed to do that. They have to be trained to do that, and even at that, it's a huge risk. Yeah, I'm sorry, sorry, Grace. I, well, sorry, Grace. Just re- just respond to what Connor said because he is in the industry, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, no, but let, let Grace respond to you there. Go, so well, number one, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, not in, I'm impervious to these kinds of comments at the end of the day. The issue is the Minister for Sports should be out telling us 
why he's given that kind of money or he's allowing that kind of money and the Minister of Finance. What are the veterinary uh, maternity doing about it? What are the, the uh, Sports Ireland doing? Say nothing. They're all very quiet all of a sudden, yet they take our money. And, you know, horses, point to point, I hear the dogs baying for blood when they're out, and they call that a sport, and running horses into the ground and jumping over rivers and brooks, destroying the... Horses are, are bred to, as animals to graze, to feed, to run in ordinary circumstances. Not, they're, not, they're not bred for cruelty. And I, oh, for that matter, the, 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 uh, my life I spent over in that place, the RDS, Yep. They turned me against horses. The, the, the I should be in. Well, but I, I, Grace, I remember. Pardon <laughs> me. I remember watching that as a child with my mother and father, and as a child thinking it was cruel. And that was a long time ago. But stay there. I want to go to Eleanor as well. Sorry for cutting you short, Eleanor. You're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Eleanor? Oh, sorry, Eleanor. I didn't switch you on there. I do apologise. Sorry, okay. Eleanor. Go ahead. Hello. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. You work in yeah. the industry too. Yeah, I do indeed, yeah. And uh, we're talking about point-to-points there. Grace, Grace is mixing up hunting and point-to-pointing. Okay, the hunts do run the point-to-point. But the point-to-points is like that man said. It, it's a little schooling ground for these young horses, these four- and five-year-olds. Right, now, that's a, it's a big industry at the moment because there's an awful lot of um, mm-hmm. uh, handlers. We call them handlers, right? They're actually... Of deadly amateur trainers, but we call them handlers. There's an awful lot of handlers involved in this that that put in an awful lot of money into buying three-year-olds, getting them going as four-year-olds, winning their point-to-point, and going over to the sales in Doncaster and and Newmarket and raising them into the ground. And uh, raising them at the end of the day. I, can I say what I have to say, please? Because you don't know what you're talking about. Well, no, hey, 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 hold on a second. That's a little bit unfair to say she doesn't know what she's talking about. I don't no, know what I'm talking about because I'm, I'm not interested in horse racing. But but hang, but hang on. The one thing that we do know is that people who see it, and some people believe it's cruel, others don't. So don't don't suggest somebody doesn't know what they're talking about. I'm trying to get my point across here, okay? Yeah. I'm trying to get my point across here. That the, these horses, fine. I'm in the breeding industry as well, and I hope I sell my foals, and hopefully they sell as three-year-olds, and hopefully they go on and do big things for my mares. Yeah. Okay. Well done. And the point I'm trying to say, to say is, the point I'm trying to say is that these horses, right? They they make fine. They go to new, they go to the sales and they make big money. They go into trainers in England. So you're doing it. To, well, I mean, so the the end game is the end. With the greatest respect, right. Andrew, I'm a little bit stuck for time. The end game is here. You, you want to you want to make money. Of course you do. Well, well, so we're all in doing something. Okay, so so, uh, so you, is you it? Want but it to make money. Well, I do. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not sitting on a horse right now. Okay, but the point and is, am I? I'm sitting on a chair. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But the but, point is, okay. Firstly, there's an issue. People have an issue with the nearly seventy million that's pumped into it by the Irish taxpayers every year. In other okay. words, we're funding it, right? And the second is, over the last two days, we've seen nothing but disrespect for the animals uh, by a trainer and a jockey who won at Cheltenham last year. Yeah. So well, I, I agree, mean, I agree with that, and I, I don't condone those pictures at all. I really don't. I don't. What was God really doing? Another small thing before. Yeah, I but I mean, what, what about the? Can you answer me a question in relation to the figure that we have seen that you know over two thousand one hundred and seventy-seven horses have died in the UK alone on tracks over the last thirteen years? Any other sport, if that was human beings, we would stop the sport immediately. So why do you think it's acceptable for that many horses to die on the track? Well, well, I can't really answer that. The only thing you, 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 well, you can't thought, answer that. I mean, I'm asking I, you. I'm just asking your opinion on it. Listen, I'm in that industry. It happens. Okay? Oh, that's my just the way it just happens. Okay. My, no, listen, well, I mean, no, 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 that's what you said. It happens. Saying one time, right? Yeah. Where there's 
livestock says dead stock, okay, no matter what you're in. Why, I don't condone... You don't breed them for that. You don't I, breed I, them to kill them. You don't no, breed you don't, them to raise them into, them, the, into the earth. You, you breed them, them You breed them to make money. That's all you do. It's like the dog, the, the people who breed little puppies, wear their bodies out to produce puppies to, 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 to make money. It's not a sport. It's, it's, a, it's a trade, and it's a disgraceful trade. And the noble horse who brought us out of the industrial age is shamefully abused now. How dare you justify it? How dare you? And shame on you, and shame on well, the... Well, I'm on sorry, the, that's, that's just... I mean, I'm, I'm, I've, I was born into it, I was born into it, and I was dying. I am so sorry, Grace, but listen, if you don't like it, turn your... Turn your eye away from it. Oh, that's what they so oh no, hang on with the greatest respect, Eleanor. So if we don't like something, we should just turn away from it. Is that is that what turn a blind eye to it? I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm not in the, the industry, I've no interest in horse racing per se. Personally, I do look at it from other people's point of view and see it as cruel, but I also understand the feelings of people who have been in the industry and have a passion for it in the industry, and many people do care about the animals. But to suggest that if we think we have a problem with it, we should look the other way. That's an insult no, to people's I, intelligence. I, 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 Just, okay, la, 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 very last point, Greg. Sorry, very last yeah, point. May I make a suggestion? 20 seconds, next, go on. The, 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 to the end of this week and into next week, you make a poll. You do a poll to see who agrees with it and who doesn't agree with being it cruelty or otherwise. Okay, listen, I'll do that as well during the break. If anyone wants to take Grace up on that offer, you can do it right now. You can text to WhatsApp. Should horse racing be banned? That is essentially what you... Or certainly phased out. They couldn't just ban it tomorrow. That would be difficult to do. Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.